Um, for me personally, I had two goals going into today's stage. Don't lose any time and don't crash. Uh, unfortunately, I finished with about 50% grade there because I did crash. Welcome to the British Continental Podcast, brought to you by Continental. Continental have been supporters of the domestic road scene for over 25 years. The go-to tyre brand for elite riders, from the off-camber cobbled corners of the Durham Tour Series to the farm tracks of the Cycle Classic. Hello and welcome to the first of our daily shows following this year's Under-23 Giro d'Italia, a race affectionately known as the Baby Giro. After each stage, we'll be bringing you short roundups of the day's action, together with audio diaries from the British-registered Holdsworth Sappy team, Trinity Racing's Tom Glogue and SEG Racing Academy's Harrison Wood. The latter is, of course, supported by the Rainer Foundation. Stage one was a 144-kilometre affair from Cesenatico to Riccioni. In our preview of the race, Joseph Doherty predicted that this flattish stage would be one for the sprinters. But it was an Italian, Andrea Cantoni, who took a surprise win at the end of a long day in the break on his home roads in Romagna. As a result, Cantoni will wear the leader's pink jersey tomorrow and holds a 26-second lead in the general classification. Behind him, Trinity Racing's Ben Turner was the best-placed Brit, finishing a fine sixth after jumping away with 30 kilometres to go and closing a three-minute gap on his own. Tom Glogue and Harrison Wood, as well as Ireland's Ben Healy, all finished in the main bunch behind, while the other Brit in the race, Ollie Rees, finished 165th, just over 11 minutes down. Tomorrow's stage to Imola should be a more selective affair. It features the Chima Galisterna, the same climb that Julian Alaphilippe used as his springboard to win the World Championships last year. Positioned just 10 kilometres from the finish, it offers opportunities for punchers and GC contenders alike to gain time and grab a stage win. We have three diary entries for your delectation in this episode. First up is Trinity Racing's Tom Glogue, who describes how a stage went, bigs up Ben Turner's incredible bid for the stage win, and explains the roles each rider in the team has. Harrison then provides a thoughtful review of the stage, explaining why his team decided not to chase the break today. And last but not least, we hear from Holdsworth Zappi manager Callum Ferguson. Callum gives us an insight into the busy life of a team manager at the Baby Giro and lends us his local knowledge too. So, Baby Giro, stage one. Um, for the team, Trinity Racing, it was an overall pretty successful day out. Absolutely monster effort from the man himself, Benjamin Turner, um, smashing it up with about 15, 20k to go, 20, over 20, about 23k to go up the second, third cat climb of the day. Um, soloing away, the break had four minutes. He got within 24 seconds of the winner in the end, 30 seconds. Insane effort, caught everyone but five guys. Um, really, really impressive. Held off the, the chasing bunch by himself. What an effort, what a man. Extremely strong. Um, Ben did exactly what he needed to do. Um, he, um, he is the, uh, probably the main focal point, I'd say, this year with, you know, his third year, a bit more experience. Um, and he got round safe and sound in the bunch, finished on bunch time. 
Um, didn't put his nose in the wind at all. Was well positioned, kept himself out of trouble. Um, for me personally, I had two goals going into today's stage. Don't lose any time and don't crash, uh, unfortunately. I finished with about a 50% grade there because I did crash. Um, and that was, you know, due to definitely uh, a bit of lack of experience and immaturity on my part, which shows I've got a bit of room to grow and, um, yeah, some, some more racing to do before I'm probably fully ready to go for general classification. But we'll see what happens this year. Uh, not writing anything off at the stage, but yeah, um, silly things like that that I really need to iron out. Um, although my positioning was a lot better than last year. So yeah, I finished around in bunch time as well, but really good ride from Ben, from both Bens, but particularly Turner finishing sixth in the end. And yeah, um, the other two, Luke and Luke and Ollie, struggled a little bit in the heat today, but yeah, um, you know, it's the first day, we've got nice day rates stages left of racing but a good start overall in terms of roles for the race um they're not really any defined things set in stone kind of see how it goes day by day but at the moment luke and ben turner have a free role on the, on the flat stages and um yeah as our sprinters slash breakaway guys and then in the mountains i'm gonna have a little bit more of a free reign obviously that that can change depending on the likelihood, which is, which I'd say is pretty likely of Ben being in pink or really up there. Um, and yeah, the rest of the guys in the mountains will be more support for, for Healy. But we'll see what happens and, and how the race progresses. But so far, so good. Stage one of the Baby Giro completed safely and uh, in the peloton. It was a pretty strange start, especially compared to last year. Uh, it was sort of just pretty easy 8k and then eventually some guys attacked and that was uh that was that really six six guys maybe i think it was in the end uh went away nobody else followed or even even was bothered really um we didn't really want to take the initiative to start riding at the team because there's probably better sprinters and bigger sprinters here with other teams uh which meant the break got close to 10 minutes i think at one point um which is yeah a big amount for a 140k stage, uh, but with the heat, it was always going to be a case of eventually a team would start riding and then it would come down quite a lot as the guys in front got tired. Um, personally, I felt felt good, um, was able to follow on the climbs, some attacks, and always in a good position as well, especially on like downhills and in the technical parts when it got nervous. So that was nice. And was able also to help positions the guys then for the final, um, which in the end, Stan was up there in the top 10, a uh, third of the bunch sprint, I think, only 37 seconds behind the leader. So you're sort of thinking uh, that if a team had taken it up earlier and started chasing, it would have definitely come back together. But I guess that's cycling, but also here with only five guys per team, you don't want to waste too many riders, too many matches too early in this race especially with what's to come where it's a really hard hard final four or five days, you know. Um, and yeah, I think the rest of it was good. Good stage, nice weather. So now looking forward to tomorrow, which is the Imola stage, the famous Imola climb on which Alaphilippe big ringed and dropped everybody, so that'll be interesting. Don't think I'll be going up there in the big ring mind, but you never know. I think for us, we've got Stan, who's really 
those really like Alaphilippe sort of style rider, really punchy. So I think we'll be hoping for some a good result with with him. And for me, yeah, just you know, see what see what's going on. Maybe uh, you know, keep an eye on the early breakaways for the guys with the team. Uh, and then also, yeah, try and ride a good final myself. And if I can go with the tax, then I go with the tax. And if I can't, then I help Stan as much as possible and also Marco. Um, but yeah, looking forward to tomorrow, which will be the first real uphill test. It's not a mountain, but you'll get an idea of who's good and who's not maybe, especially with it being quite narrow and technical to the finish. It could be a small group coming in, um, which will be which will be uh, interesting for sure. So I'll keep you posted on that. Cheers. Hi there, this is Callum Ferguson, one of the managers, directors at Holdsworth Zappi. Very interesting stage today, um, starts in our hometown where we've been living for the last, uh, since February, so every year the team comes down um, to the Romagna region, which we're very lucky to have the first three stages, the organiser of the Baby Giro is actually from um, the Romagna region, Marco Soleri. So we've done quite a lot of recons of the first three days. Um, today, we knew the stage and the roads inside out. Obviously, the first stage, everyone wants to win because you get the the pink jersey, which is, um, is, is, is potentially life-changing. Um... So just to give you a little bit of information of us, the team, um, and more of a different um, input into into the British Continental is um, the other side. So inside the car, not just the bike racing itself. So last night we, well, yesterday we moved from our residence 500 metres away to the hotel um, we've got a, a, a really nice hotel with the FDJ team and Lotto Sudal. Last night we did the the last bite preparations, um, sorted rooms, give the boys a massage. Once looked over the bikes, did all of the the manager meetings um, and the draw. We were very lucky to have the first non Conti team, so. The 16 Conti teams in the race and we pulled 17 out. So we did all that, filled the bottles up, um, etc, etc. And then this morning, woke up nice and early, breakfast. Um, at the moment, we've got myself and Flavio. Um, and then we've got a Massa and a Mechanic. So me and Flavio sort of in and out of jobs we we do a bit of massaging, um, a bit of mechanicing, debriefing of the race, preparing the food for the next day, filling the bottles up, sorting the cars out for the race. Um, so that's our sort of job. Today's race, we thought immediately, we know the first 50k really well. We thought there's a lot of side wind and we thought it would split up on the side wind and a group of seven got 10 minutes. Now, Flavio's been doing this job um, in Italy for 10 years and says to me that he's never seen a break of 10 minutes ever. So 10 minutes, was, was we thought the stage was over and it started 
on the second categorised climb of Monte Olivia. They got down to six minutes and then five minutes. And at 10k to go, it was a minute and a half. So it looked like it was um, it was all going well for us. Um, the break then stayed away, which was um, which was unfortunate. But our friend who won, Andrea Cantoni, lives 10 minutes away from us. He's a really nice guy and we couldn't have we couldn't have wished for a better winner from not from our team. Um amazing goosebumps watching it in the car the finish um we couldn't have hoped for a, uh, another team to win better than than the uh, emilia romagna and especially cantone um our boys we had two guys finishing the peloton um two guys at the back of the peloton unfortunately were in a little gap and they lost 10 seconds um over the, the over the ten days is is not really too much, and unfortunately, a, another guy Yelta lost a bit of time today. Um, in the race, we have two Dutch guys, a guy from Cyprus, New Zealand, and Australia. No British guys this year is the first time we've never had a British guy in the Giro, and that's down to Brexit problems, traveling in and out, and also crashes. We've had a lot of crashes so far. Um, so that's our team. Um, I think going into the the more stages, the team, the training that we've done is is to get better as the race goes on. Um, so we're, we're targeting tomorrow and 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 the stage from Chesnasco to Chesnasco because that is our favourite training route. We've been doing that every week for the last three or four months. Um, as I said, so after after the stage, we came back here, cleaned the bikes, had a look over the bikes, tweaked a few things, um, washed the cars, the van, um, had dinner, massages, and then in the evening, debrief with the riders, a, a, a meeting about tomorrow's parkour, things to watch out for. Tomorrow, there's a really important point in the stage uh, is about 102k in and is the first climb of Monte Carlo but there's a very very tight right hand bend leading into the into the climb and it goes from a normal road which is maybe 12 abreast into a road that's maybe three abreast four abreast so that's the crucial part and then the end is is the world championships course from last year where Ella Philippe win so that's tomorrow um, our plan for tomorrow is is we know the course and we know that wherever you, what position you are going over the last climb is where you'll finish because it's all downhill very technical it's all going to be strung out um our plan tomorrow is is we know the downhill very very well we've done it three or four times and we've got two very very good descenders so we hope that we can perhaps attack towards the final of the last climb and descend down and and, and hopefully be up there to fight to victory so that's stage one done and and we'll keep you updated as the race goes thank you very much for listening if you enjoyed this episode then please do leave us a nice review you can subscribe on all the usual channels and you can follow us on social media on twitter we are at british conti and on instagram we are at the british continental And please do visit our website for more interviews, journals, previews and news at thebritishcontinental.co.uk.